I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bob by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today we have another... I don't know what we're calling it. Classic vintage movies. Classic the movies. Classics. The classics. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're talking about Citizen Kane today. Citizen Kane from 1941. So, Emily, why did you suggest that we talk about this this week? Um, because I saw this on HBO Max, like, quite a few months ago. Like, when I was, for, I was like, just looking through, um... And uh, I saw that it was on here, and I knew that it was one of the movies that I had wanted to rewatch um, from Study of Film. The uh, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I, I guess that's why because I've been wanting to rewatch it. And um, oops, why am my computer's on? Okay, <laughs> there we go. Turn that off. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that's why I uh, suggested it. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, we needed to rewatch it and kind of have like a different take on it, kind of like what we did with Casablanca. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and there are there are there's like another movie on there that uh, we watched in study of film, uh, Public Enemy. I, I like to rewatch that mm. one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of movies that I like to rewatch, even like Rear Window and like and some of the um, Alfred Hitchcock movies that we watched. Yeah. That would be our new ones, too, because there's a few that we didn't watch. And I'd like to watch more Hitchcock movies, for sure. Um, oh, but, High Noon? Yeah. Is that, is that the one? Well, that wasn't a that wasn't a Hitchcock. No. But, uh, oh, I, th- I thought you said, I thought I heard Noon, and, and I knew that we had missed, we had missed High Noon? Was it the Western we oh, missed? Oh, yes, we did. And I do not have any desire to watch that movie. <laughs> like i really don't want to watch it it like takes place in real time like that sounds so incredibly boring if i'm if i'm watching if i'm rewatching a western it's probably gonna be the good the bad the ugly like honestly Mm, that movie that's true so good um so good um but yeah citizen kane um i definitely fell asleep during this movie during the first uh, time not this the, the time. first time not this time not this time the first time uh watching it in study of film i fell asleep and uh and woke up woke up to, to the, the to the parrot screeching yes, yes to the squawking bird um to to be able to watch the last 10 minutes of the movie <laughs> so, <that's laughs> which my is also of this incredibly movie. boring the ending of this movie so um but so, I mean, watching it now definitely has, it has a different flavor, especially after seeing Bank. Like, did you notice all this stuff from Bank in this movie? Um, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one line in particular where the um, person who handled all of 
Kane's money when he grew up. Like, I forgot what his name was, but he was like the banker Ooh. who helped him get rich, right? He, you know, used the money from the mine the, to the get... The guy who, like, adopted him or something, kind of? Yeah, basically he just became his financial... Um, Thatcher? Dependent. Was it Thatcher? Yeah, Thatcher. Yeah. It's a financial, like, helper. So he became his personal banker so that he would, like you know, quadruple, triple, you know, eight top, a thousand times, you know, um, increase his wealth that he had gotten as a child. Mm -hmm. Like, so I had to look it up because it was not very clear (laughs) in the beginning of the movie, but yeah. Yeah. The beginning, the beginning was, well, not, not the part where he, uh, where he passes, but like, yeah, the part where he's a child, like, did his, did his family, did his parents, like, sell him or like, like, get, like, what happened? Like, how, why did he leave his parents? So I read that his mother came into a lot of money because she had, she owned mines that struck gold. Mm -hmm. And so she became like a gajillionaire, but she didn't really want the money. So then she bequeathed it to her son and said, you're going to go, you know, live in in travel in the cities and um, get financial advice from this guy. So that's what happened. Mm, Okay. Okay. Yeah. So he became like a billionaire overnight. But like prior to that, he was just a kid playing in the snow in like minnesota or something yes something like that um okay um well not really sure where we <laughs> want to start but uh but but I, I really enjoyed this movie i i actually really enjoyed yeah. uh, watching it um i liked uh, the 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 pacing and like the editing almost seemed kind of like um like comedic almost kind of like the mm. the edit the the editing kind of made me think of um like vice or like um Mm. like uh the big short like it was it would it would kind of edit things kind of quick and like kind of show like Mm -hmm. and and kind of be like comedic in a way like it was um almost like it wasn't comparison it wasn't taking itself seriously Uh uh-huh i i mostly noticed it like prior um it was kind of in the beginning when he was like running the newspaper business you know he was just kind of putting stuff out there whether it was true or not and kind of like just making things dramatic um yeah yellow and then yeah Yeah. and the way that they were um stealing the other newspapers um uh chair members Mm -hmm. like uh all their all their yeah yeah. all their writers and all their important people like pretty much leading up to that point and then like being having the photo of them taking it for the inquirer like yeah. it was like the exact same picture pose for the Chicago or something or like the what was it called the <laughs> oh yeah the, um, there was the Inquirer the and then there was no. the yeah the Tribune the or something the con it was something like uh, that the yes yeah, something with a C I think it was Continental I I could be wrong but I think that's what it was called but yeah so that that like that like kind of comedic editing like made mm-hmm. me think of those movies um the, I'm which I thought sure was very that... funny. I'm sure that Adam McKay is probably very influenced by Citizen Kane, as is probably a lot of filmmakers today. You know, it is a seminal film. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, there's what can be said about this movie that's already been said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Not already and it's said. And it's... In, when the movie's, like, first starting, you're... Like, I was kind of asking myself, like, why why do I care about 
about mm-hmm. Kane. Like, why do I care mm-hmm. about this guy? Um, like, and by the end, I still don't really think, like, we know much about him because he's just, he's just kind of mysterious and, you know, he just, like, you're just really... The movie was really just, like, chronologing, chron- chronologic... Oh, my God, what's the word? <laughs> I don't know. Chronologize? Like, I, that's not a word. <laughs> chronologizing. <laughs> like, just go, Definitely like, just, not a word. Yeah, just going through his life, um, and uh, and it's it's just real... But it's, it's really... It's really interesting how this movie is just really all about trying to figure out who Rosebud is. Like, going through this guy's entire life mm, yeah. just to figure out who yeah. Rosebud is. This is um, the, f- the frame of the story. Yeah, Talking yeah. to various people in his life that are now older, that, you know, have t- tales to tell about their time with him. Which I liked kind of, like, some of them overlapped. Like, that one of the woman, or his wife, you know, singing in the opera, that we got, like, kind of two views from that i i like that yeah yeah i like that too and and i thought the acting was really good in this yeah. movie like like m- movies from this wells. time orson wells was so good like both both his wives were really good um his Definitely. friend his friend uh neil or something or what was his name leland oh leland yes that was his last name yeah yes or leland, leland. S- something else or yeah yeah, that was no, yeah. He was, was really good too, and even and even um, and even the little guy that was with him, um, uh, Bernstein. Bernstein oh. was really good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, it definitely, I did. I was very impressed with the women. They they had three of them like right in the end of the credits too, like the one playing his mom, the one playing his first wife, and the one playing his second wife. Like incredible. Yeah, normally with with old movies like this, the the acting always can seem kind of stiff and kind of like lifeless and emotionless. But like these actors were like were were really full of life and really full of character, and that was mm-hmm. and that was very cool to watch. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that about this movie. I was going to say before that the things I remembered from Mank, and I I feel like I have more of an appreciation of Mank after watching this movie. But, um, you know, because he was the screenwriter, there was things in the Citizen Kane script that he said in in the movie Mank. And Mm -hmm. uh, there was a part where he was, I think that the treasurer, the the banker of Orson or of um, Citizen Kane was um, talking about like the the day he saw like a really beautiful woman on a ship and he was like i i saw her for a brief moment and yeah and he kind of he kind of just like goes off about it and that is a, an exact line in the movie mank where he's talking about his wife and we see like her on the ship tuppence middleton like turning and i yeah. i recognized that that line and i was like oh that's why they put it in mank because i was like that's a strange flashback that we haven't really gotten like a flat like in that movie there weren't a lot of flashbacks like within like somebody telling a story so i right. thought that that was kind of an odd thing odd choice but it made sense after seeing Citizen Kane. yeah now it makes sense um and yeah and i guess that's another reason why i i guess i forgot about mank completely but uh yeah that's I guess that's why i wanted to watch <laughs> it's i had a hankering to rewatch know. citizen kane because of mank <laughs> Because you didn't realize it was about Citizen Kane, like the entire time I did. you were watching it. No, the entire time, the so entire that's why you time. Forgot. 
entire time I watched Mank, I had no idea it was about it was about writing the screenplay for Citizen Kane. Like, because because they, they said Kane like at the yeah. very end of the movie, and I was like, oh, is this what's happening? So, I yeah, honestly should no, have been completely. more adamant about us watching Citizen Kane before we saw Mank because it would have yeah. made a big difference. And I probably uh, I should have just been like, oh, everybody's saying that this movie is about Citizen, this writer, so we should write, you know, watch the movie before, but didn't end up working out like that. So yeah, I mean, we could always I, I can always watch Mank again now. Um, <laughs> I don't don't really want to now that I've done this <laughs> this order. <laughs> But but I definitely like to watch more movies um written by written by Herman. Um well I think this is like the only one. It's it says he he wrote for he wrote for like 95 movies. Really? Yeah. Why did I think it was the only one? I feel like No, this this says he's written a lot more. It says oh, there's okay. there's screenplay, there's there's just writer. I don't know. I mean, we can look for ones where He's it says titles. I don't really know what that means, but yeah, I'm looking at his IMDb page right now, and uh, there he wrote the screenplay for some other movies. Hmm, cool. Well, maybe we'll watch another one because this screenplay was great. Like having a like biography of somebody who doesn't really exist. Like, of course, he was you know embodied by Hearst and Marion Davies and and stuff, but um, it still wasn't like partic- like exactly like that. Um, and just having that, like, idea for a movie and having this, like, fake biography is fantastic. Like, it, it's very well done, and I don't think it was probably done so much before then, having, like, biographies like this. No, probably not. Um, but, yeah, I definitely agree. The, um, just, yeah, not even knowing who, I mean, Kane, yeah, definitely could could embody some, some other people, but but the fact that he's really just made up um and you like kind of care about him by the end is uh is really great is a really great screenwriting yeah i i did enjoy it i you know it it actually was faster than i remember because i think we were just so tired and like um keeping up with the ideas was a little difficult but yeah, I mean, again, the the timing that we had that class was just not good. I mean, I think it was <laughs> it was right after lunch. It was the end yeah. of the day. The room was dark. It was always warm in there. It's just it's it's just <laughs> prime. It's just prime napping. It's prime napping time. Oh, um, totally. Yeah. And but uh, no, I'm so glad that we uh, rewatched this. Um, is there anyone else who want to? about is is this the movie where um where miss m talked about um like the table like w- with the relationship there the the table get like them being at the ends of the rela- at the, oh, yes. the ends of the table because it's showing yeah. that their like relationship is is dying basically or they're yeah, getting farther from the, each other it's the first wife she's the one yes. because she starts out sitting right next to him and being so excited about starting a life with him and, and stuff and he's being really like nurturing to her and then it's she slowly moves down the table and at the end they're like several feet away from each other like on a long table yeah and even and even the scene of like the really quick um uh transitions of her changing outfits and talking about different things mm-hmm. at the table like also seem very scene. comedic and yeah yeah and also seemed like kind of funny, like because you know she's she's moving from having like uh, civil conversations about whatever to having like kind of like mm-hmm. 
uh, defensive, like a attackatory mm-hmm. almost, like attackatory. Um, I don't I don't know if that's a word. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm making up words right now. Hey, I got my second vaccine on? shot today. I'm starting to lose it. No, I, I'm not. I, <laughs> I'm not. I just made you up that think word. You're just gonna get away with that. I thought it was a word. I honestly thought it was a word. Accusatory. That's what accusatory. I was trying to say like attacking. Like like she was like kind of like attacking him. Kind of accusing. Like, yeah, accusatory is like very much like attacking. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I was trying to. That's what I was trying to say. Attackatory. Yeah, it could oh, be a word. Man. It could be a word. You are tired. <laughs> no, I'm 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 very much here. I just made up a word. Um, and. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think back to like it's it's it feels like I watched this movie like ages ago, but it was I just watched it on Tuesday. <laughs> I watched it yesterday. <laughs> yeah, like um again like what, you know, basically what can be said about this movie other than what's already been said and like I guess it's just I of course we got to mention the cinematography and the production design like they're they're exceptional and so makes the movie way more enjoyable for sure yeah this like crazy house uh xanadu um mm-hmm. that that he Hearst lives castle. in San <laughs> yeah the castle and that huge fireplace like that you could oh just fit your entire body into yeah yeah and yeah. the house was so empty um, and the scene I really liked um, at the very end, you know, after all the reporters have kind of given up trying to find Rosebud, um, it's just scanning over mm-hmm. all of the things just in this house. Mm-hmm. Um, and it finally gets to Rosebud, the the sled. Um, it's just, yeah, I mean, it. This, this movie had really great cinematography. It was, it I, was really it, awesome. It was... Yeah, and the people would like stand in the dark. There would be framing devices to, you know, see what's going on in the in the foreground and the background and it was so like entertaining in that way and it like developed the language of cinema that had not really been developed prior to this. So that's yeah. what's so great about this movie. Um should we look at the IMDB stuff? Um, yeah, or possibly, I didn't look into any of the trivia. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see, there's probably lots of cool trivia. Yeah, like, Hearst was kind of waning at this time. I definitely, again, encourage people to listen to the You Must Remember This podcast. They She has an entire episode based off of um, Hearst and, and Citizen Kane and Marion Davies. So, go check that out. Mm, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Of course, there's probably, there's just so many, so many things for this movie. It is extremely popular movie. Oh, um, Orson Welles chipped his ankle bone halfway through production and had to direct for two weeks from a wheelchair. When he was called upon to stand up on screen, he wore metal braces. The injury occurred in the scene where Kane chases Gettys down the stairs and Welles tripped. Oh, that was an intense scene. Oh, where where he basically um where the the singer um blackmails him basically. Well no, not her, but the the other the other uh official of the election. Right? Um yeah, the official who yeah, blackmailed him. Yeah. Yeah, he blackmailed him. He blackmailed him with the new wife's uh, like she was just like a kind of a mistress at that time and said yeah, that basically. he would expose them. And then he did. And 
because he because Kane didn't take it. So he, when he exposed him, he Kane didn't win the election. Yeah, and so he and so he he hurt himself when he was originally like chasing him down the stairs. So there must have That's been what another. It says. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Ouch, wow. dude. Damn. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. The deep focus technique. Yes. The creation of that. I really loved um, that little miniature that they would use when they were talking to the second wife. Um, when they would like go into where she was drinking her alcohol, it was like clearly like a little um, model, you know, and it was oh, like the a club? miniature. Yeah. The miniature <laughs> of the club that, as they would zoom in. <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. It was like the only thing that didn't look very good. <laughs> like everything else looked pretty good. Yeah, the makeup, the makeup making everyone look kind of old was was a little, um, <laughs> was a little crusty as well. But but I think still did the job, obviously. Um, but like looked a little rough. Yeah, this is just saying like you know who the opera singer's voice was and um, you know just stuff. Oh, it's you know based on Brent Hurst's uh, San Simeon home, obviously. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay. I really want to visit Hearst Castle now. Like, yeah, totally. me too. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, uh, I've never been there, and I'd love to see it. Yeah, we 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 love walking around uh, old homes. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> old old it homes that are so basically great. museums. Museums, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so we can look at the plot keywords. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got newspaper publisher, Rosebud, New York, narcissism, materialism. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's... That makes sense. All right. I mean, I feel like there are so many more words to describe this movie, but yeah. I mean, I guess... Greed. Yeah. I guess so. The guy that they had to play Orson Welles and Mank looked just, just like him. It was It was a good casting for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. He really did. Um, and let's see. And we can look at the meta scores. Mm-hmm. Um, it, of course, got a 100. So. Yes, that was the one thing I knew about Citizen Kane was that it was it's it's one of the one of the fewer movies that have gotten a 100 meta score. So let's see. Yeah. Which I'll one of these this... many 100 should we read? I mean, I, it, I'll read the Hollywood Reporter one because it, it gives some background to it, you know? Um, it says, Citizen Kane is a great motion picture. Great in that it was produced by a man who had never had any motion picture experience. Great because he cast it with people who had never faced a camera in a motion picture production before. Great in the manner of storytelling, in both the writing of that story and its unfolding before a camera. Great in that its photographic accomplishments are the highlight of motion picture photography to date. And finally, great because technically it is a few steps ahead of anything that has been made in pictures before. Yeah, that's right. I remember I remember seeing that at, at the end credits. It was saying that these people, this is like their first, mm -hmm. their first major motion picture, which is cool because we just watched MASH as well. And, and mm -hmm. there were... I, it, it didn't say in the credits, but um, we were told that this was a lot of um, those people, those actors' first first role as well. 
Um, yeah, I it was so that's definitely really cool. well done for that. Like you were complimenting the acting before. Yeah, yeah, I really like the acting. Um, let's see. So you read the Hollywood Reporter. Yes, you read that one. Um, let's see. I'll read Time. I feel like we never see Time on here. That's interesting. I was reading that one too. It's great. Yeah, the Time. We never see Time in these little snippets. Okay. <laughs> so Time, of course, gave it a 100. Um, it is a work of art created for grown people by grown people. Orson Welles treats the audience like a jury, calling up the witnesses, letting them offer the evidence, injecting no opinions of his own. He merely mm -hmm. sees that their stories are told with absorbing clarity. Unforgettable are such scenes as the spanning of Kane's first marriage in a single conversation, the silly immensity of the castle halls, which echo the flat whines of Susan. Oh, that's a great... <laughs> That's a great little. Uh, That's blurb. a really That's... great little little snippet right there. <laughs> that is great. Yeah. Oh wow. It is a good movie. I was telling people recently. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." Like the people around me, Danny's family. And they're like, oh, that's such a boring movie, isn't it? And I was like, it's actually very good. <laughs> like, I was like, I know you don't really like it, but I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. As is, I'm talking to somebody else, but you know. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was expecting it to be more, I, I, like, I didn't think it was going to be this interesting. Like, mm -hmm. I actually found it very interesting. Um, so I'm really glad we rewatched it. I wish, I wish I had more to say about it, but, you know, we liked it so much that there just really isn't much to say. That's, <laughs> that's normally how it goes on our show. Well, we gushed about Casablanca because that was like, I feel like I definitely like Casablanca more, definitely much more. Like, in terms of, like, oh, I'd watch that again. <laughs> I don't know if, I, if I'll watch Citizen Kane again for another 10 years, probably, so. I think I'm the opposite. I think I would watch Citizen Kane again before I would watch Casablanca. Okay, okay. Like, weirdly I, enough. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if, if I just happen to be in the right mood to watch this movie. Um, or, I don't, I don't know. I don't you, know. You had your, like, nice food and wine when you were... Watching I did. I, I, made, I made myself a very fancy uh, pasta pasta dish with some wine, um, mm. and I just and I just sat down and started the movie, and and it was it was a nice experience. So maybe just because it was a nice experience, I would watch it again. Yeah, I'm glad. All right. Any other lasting comments, or is that it for Citizen Kane? No, we we watched just a very important historical movie of cinema so yeah and this isn't really a series we do we just kind of sprinkle in um older movies every once in a while but um mm -hmm. we'll definitely throw one in um every once in a while but uh yes if you enjoyed this episode if you enjoyed citizen kane please let us know we would love to hear from you you can email us at all by the popcorn at all by the popcorn podcast, podcast. right yes podcast at gmail.com um or you can comment on this on a soundcloud or facebook just search all by the popcorn and like our page if you want to rate and review our show please do that on apple podcasts google podcasts and stitcher uh, we are also on spotify and if you need notifications on future episodes that we release you can follow our social media we have twitter at by the popcorn and instagram at all by the popcorn podcast um we also have merch thanks everyone for listening all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Goodbye.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.